Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to a Rattledge Broadcasting premier podcast, Damn You Hollywood! And I'm your host, the mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge. And joining me tonight on this special Monday night recording of Damn You Hollywood is the one and only misfit and miscreant. He's your dungeon master. Girls, are you into rope play? Are you looking for a dom? Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, what now? No. Role play, but not in the way you think it is. For you littles, he's your dungeon master. It's <laughs> Ronnie Adams. How you doing, sir? And you said doms, not dice. It's dice. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, I got wrong kind of dungeon master, right? Eh? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you doing? I cannot complain. Life is good. God is good. Good, dude. That's what I'd like to hear. All right. So we are talking ambulance tonight because <sighs> uh, my usual... There were two reasons. One, Sonic the Hedgehog and Ambulance both debuted at the same time this past Friday. And I wanted to see both and I wanted to review both. Uh, mm-hmm. But when movies actually are in the theater and we have to do a money segment, I don't like to double them up on the same show. Number one. Number two, Robert is allergic. Robert Winfrey is allergic to Michael Bay. Just just generally speaking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, we'll do Sonic with him tomorrow and Alexis tomorrow, or whenever you're listening to this, it'll be in the archives. But I still wanted to talk about Ambulance. And so Mighty Mouse over here, who's coming to save the day, I asked him, like, will you please go see the new Michael Bay movie? And he was like, I like movies. I like talking to you. Is Winfrey going to be on the show? No, he's yeah. not. Then I'm, yeah. I'm all in. <laughs> 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 What's your favorite Michael Bay movie? Um, bad boys really yep make sure i never put you and robert on the same podcast again no um so you hate bad boys he just hates michael bay (laughs) i i he's not a fan have you heard our we reviewed uh what was it bad boys three uh i guess it was last january not great no uh it was um it was right before the pandemic yeah 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 it was january 2020 and yeah, he's not a fan. <laughs> that was, I that was a rough it. show. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, you know, I, I, am I a fan of everything he does? No, I, th- I think he's absolute travesty what he did to Transformers. Um, some but, of it. Uh, some of it, yeah. But uh, not all of it. The first one was okay. Um, the first one's great. Yeah. And, 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 the second let's one not go, Let's not go crazy. All right, here. Uh, let's, good. Let's, let's, let's go through this one by one. So bad boys, I think you and I would both agree is pretty darn pretty darn good. It's not, yeah. not gonna win any awards. It's a nice movie. No, I mean I want stuff the you know I want stuff that's just I don't want the next you know um Susan Kane or anything like that right. most of the time. I like stuff like that, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um but I if I go to a movie, most of the time it's just like make me forget about the stupid stuff that's right. going on out there. The Rock, and, I think, might be his best movie. You know, I I'll, some for some reason I always forget that he does that, even though there's mm-hmm. more slow motion in that than Justice League, sure. um, the the new cut of Justice League, I should say. But yeah, I would I would have to agree with you on that. Uh, I would say The Rock, and then a close second is Bad Boys, um, just because of Sean Connery. Armageddon is fun. It's stupid. Yeah. But it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I have not seen Pearl Harbor. I've heard it sucked. 
It's okay. Take Armageddon and put it in World War II, and that's what you got. Okay. Bad Boys 2, not as good as Bad Boys 1, but still a fun movie. Nope. I, I have not yes. seen The Island. I've heard The Island sucked. Island's not good. No. Okay. Transformers, good. Revenge of the Fallen, bad. Dark of the Moon, good. Um, Pain and Game. What'd you think of that one? Who? Pain and Game with The Rock and I think Mark Oh, Leonard. I thought that's where kind of The Rock learned how to be funny. Okay. Um, that and I think he was in Get Shorty. Or was uh, it not Get Shorty but the other one? Um, but anyway, um, I, it was okay. It was, it was, it was a little rougher than I expected, but yes, the rock isn't get shorty. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, I, I thought it was okay. Have I watched it in 15 years? No, but, um, I mean, you put Mark Wahlberg and the rock together, you're going to get some kind of magic. Um, okay. So, then we have uh, Age of Extinction, which I love, and it's caused like Robert and I to do a fist fight over. Yeah, um, thirteen hours I thought was fine, but oh Andrew, shoot, Andrew, oh shoot, I forgot he did that one because I absolutely love that movie. Yeah, Andrew Graham insisted we do it for one of our Veterans Day shows. Insisted that we do a um, an on trial on it because he, yeah, because you know, like he he's as he says he went to university because he's fancy. Um, but I think for like military history and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, uh, what do you call flub it? up of our history? It's one well, off the biggest, but you know what I mean? So pretty, and the, last, the, last, the last night's pretty terrible. I have not seen six underground. Have you seen it? No, I, I kind of avoided that one. Um, but no, I keep forgetting about the actual good movies that he did, you know, like the legitimate good movies. Um, as far as like 13 hours and, and, uh, uh, The Rock, <laughs> um, then, good quote unquote. All right, and so um, that brings us after all after all of that. That brings us to Ambulance, uh, which debuted this past Friday. It star. It's an American action thriller, or as my father and I discussed this this evening at dinner, a four hour car chase. Um, <laughs> it, I got I'm sorry, I got to. So we went to the Fancy Pants AMC Theater, uh-huh. where they serve you food. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they don't come around and check on you or get okay. more orders from you. So they're like, "Hey, order from the app." So I order from the app, and I had to go pick it up. Okay. When I ordered from the app, so I ordered popcorn. So I was gone for a good ten minutes mm-hmm. um, during this movie. I mean, it had to be five to ten, you know, like ten minutes waiting in line for my popcorn. Yeah. And I got back in. I was like, I was like, what? And I got what out? He goes, you missed nothing. <laughs> you missed yeah. this. And yeah. it was just them driving and shooting yeah. at helicopters. Uh, it's a very loud movie where Jake Gyllenhaal screams through the whole Constantly. thing. Constantly. But he's hysterical <laughs> while he's doing it. Oh, he's great. All right. So let's let's get into it. Um, so Ambulance, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if co-production between New Republic Pictures, Bay Films, and Endeavor <laughs> Content, Project Entertainment is based on the Danish film of the same name by... Uh, Loritz Munch Peterson and Lars Andreas Peterson. The film stars Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Everyone, every time I've told people I saw this, I go the guy, the guy from Candyman, whose name I cannot pronounce. I, yeah, <laughs> Yahya Abdul Mateen the second mm-hmm. and Isaac Gonzalez, uh, and it follows two adoptive siblings turned bank robbers who hijack an ambulance and take two res- uh, first responders hostage. All right, so let's get into this here. War veteran Will Sharp desperately need, in need of 231000 for his wife's army, uh, Amy, surgery. 
reaches out to Danny, his adoptive brother and lifelong criminal, who talks him into taking take talks him into taking part in a thirty-two million dollar bank heist, like you do. Officer Zach, who goes to the bank to ask out a bank teller, is held hostage and accidentally shot by Will. The special investigation section of the LAPD arrives and shoots down the whole crew except Will and Danny. The brothers hijack an ambulance with EMT Cam Thompson on board, who is treating the injured Zach. Cam makes a desperate attempt to escape, but decides to stay when Zach starts flatlining. Cis Captain uh, Monroe, not cis, like cisgendered. Um, <laughs> special, special investigation section, cis. Captain Monroe deploys helicopters to chase the, hel the ambulance. Cam gets Danny to help her use a defibrillator and Will to transfer some of his blood to Zach. Danny calls I Poppy, one of his father's criminal friends, <laughs> for help <laughs> losing the police. When Cam, <laughs> when Cam stops, Dan <laughs> shut up. When Sorry. Cam stops Danny from shooting Zach's partner, Mark, who has been chasing them, Danny threatens to throw her off the ambulance like you do. FBI agent Anson Clark and past friend of Danny is put on the case. Zach begins to bleed out. Cam, with Will's assistance, performs surgery. Despite her inexperience, Cam tries to convince Will to stop Danny. Monroe, unaware of the surgery success, moves forward with the operation and prepares to snipe Will and Danny without negotiating for Cam's life. Clark calls Cam and tells her to get down. Cam, wanting to save Zach's life, alerts Will and Danny about the snipers. Danny threatens Cam again, causing Will and Danny to fight and later listen to music together to ease the tension. That in the was... Los Angeles River, down or down by, helicopters chase the ambulance as Danny shoots at them. Will and Danny drive on the opposite lane of the interstate, creating multiple accidents because, you know, Michael Bay. On <laughs> I Poppy's orders, his son Roberto <laughs> drives an empty ambulance toward the police after four explosives, which was awesome, by the way. Oh my gosh. And deploys a machine gun to cause additional damage, which ends up killing Monroe. Which was Mark. awesome. Mark chases down Roberto and kills him. Will and Danny escape to Poppy's hideout. Poppy asks the brothers to leave Zach and Cam with them. Will refuses to cooperate and teams up with Danny to kill Poppy and his crew. In the chaos, Cam accidentally shoots Will using Zach's gun. Danny takes the ambulance to a hospital and is enraged when he finds Cam was the one who shot Will. When Danny threatens to kill Cam along with himself, Will is left with no choice but to shoot Danny, killing him. The police arrest Will and take him inside for surgery. Cam secretly gives some of the heist money to Amy. And Zach tells the police that Will saved his life. All right, Ronnie. Yeah. I'm going to take a breath here. What did you, you, uh, you think of the, of the movie? I man, I'm telling you, it was it was good. I didn't expect. I did, okay. I went in, in expecting a mindless. I don't. I don't want to say mindless. I just went in expecting an action movie to make me, you know, go holy crap, that was awesome. Blah, 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 you know, and so on and so forth. And that's what I got. That's exactly what I got. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is just a phenomenal actor. Anyway, he was hysterical. He was intense. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, who's his name? Yaya, yeah, yeah. We'll just call him Yaya. Yeah, yeah. Yaya was Abdul great. Mateen. Yeah, Abdul Mateen was great. I thought he did. I thought he did a great job. Um, everybody in it did their part. I mean, that's what. What else could you ask for? Now, the part that kind of pulled me out of it was not the fact that they tried to save the cop's life by cutting the open and getting knuckle deep, almost elbow deep in his guts, mm -hmm. looking for the bullet. Mm. It was the fact that he was, he woke up in the ambulance and was completely coherent with no pain meds. He's like, Oh, Hey, were you all up in my guts? 
And she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay, cool. That sounds like a sex thing. Were you up it in my does. gut? I should not say that. <laughs> Is that you, your hands inside my gut. And nope, she was that like, doesn't work either, Ronnie. <laughs> Did you cut my gut open? There you go. Put your hands in there. And she said, yes, yes, I did. All up in there. And, jeez. And, um, geez. and um, <coughs> he's like, all right, cool. Oh, hey, here's a Glock I've been laying on for the past hour or however long. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and um, that was like, okay. Not the fact that the, um, the, uh, the Latin gang, the Latin Kings or whoever they were had a freaking grenade launcher in there as well as like best C4 to level a city block. Um, I was like, I watched it and they pulled, they, they, it was like they brushed garbage off of it and pulled out a, a six round um, grenade launcher. And I looked at him and I went, who dropped the care package on, on the, on the Kinsiera uh, dress factory? <laughs> Because that's what it was supposed to be, you know, mm-hmm. disguised as. And my friends started laughing, and they just they popped it off and drilled that one guy in the face with it. And it was just it was, but there was so much going on. It was so cool. I mean, like, I don't I don't dig on a lot of Michael Bay movies, but this one was this one was good. It was vinyl. It was it was what he needed just to kind of cleanse the palate of everything and yeah. say, hey, I can still make a good action movie. Um, did you notice though? And I hate to introduce, I noticed this, but I want to see if you noticed this. So when they first go in the bank Mm-mm. and the cops pull up and they're like, so he's like, so, you know, he's all nervous about going in, uh, and, uh, asking her, asking her out. He's like, so how do we do, how do I do this? How do this? Just go in and ask her out. It was his partner said, so can we, can we both go in and roll up in their bad boy style? And that time it cut to the door opening the exact same shot. That's in every bad boys movie. <laughs> of the door opening and you seeing it, the foot step out. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, that was okay. A little shout out to yourself. I get it. That was cool. You know, mm-hmm. there's little, little things in it like that. So as far as storytelling, it told a decent story. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <laughs> My allergies are destroying me. Um, but uh, it, it told a, it told a, a, a good story. It's a decent story. It told a good story. It told, um, I mean, it, it kept me entertained. I went to get popcorn. It didn't miss anything, so that was good. Um, it was, you know, just one of those things, man. Uh, I, I like it. So I like this movie, too. Um, I, I don't think it's especially deep or meaningful or talks about, you know, the, uh, the, the deeper meaning of life or anything like that. Yeah, no. But, I mean, it's, it's no exaggeration, two hours and 16 minutes and, like, three-fourths of it was the car chase. And I, I'm here for that, though. Yeah. Like, it, it seemed like there aren't... I, we were talking about this at dinner tonight. There aren't too many movies that just focus on a, a singular car chase. No, there's not. Well, there was... Mm-hmm. Um, that, not saying there's never been one. I'm saying, like, this is this is not a new thing. Right. You just don't see them that often. Like, think about the kind of action movies that are out there. Like, the 50 million that Bruce Willis has done recently. <laughs> you know? Hmm. it's or, or, like, something like Ballistic X versus Sever. Uh, Sever. Why? It just like you think about there's always stylized or non-stylized fight scenes. There's always, you know, gunplay. Yeah. Like an action movie, if you know, like, like the ones that you and I have reviewed on occasion or with, with Evan or somebody, um, like your cop shop or whatever. 
like they're not, they're, they're not, they all kind of run together after a while. And it's like, okay, I need 90 minutes of brain free time to watch people punch and shoot each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the nice thing about this movie is that while a, a movie about a car chase is not the oddest thing in the world or the most different, you don't see him that often. So I, right. And I knew kind of what this was. I didn't realize it was going to be that long of like, I didn't realize it was going to be two hours and 16 minutes in, the, in like an hour and 45 minutes of a car chase. Right. You know, I kind of, so, so that was a long, from, strange trip for me. Yeah. I kind of came prepared for a little bit of that, mm-hmm. uh, for at least half of it to be a car chase cause ambulance, you know, but, um, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, things I like, I, I, I think first of all, um, Yaya, uh, Yaya mm-hmm. Abdul Mateen, I'll get it right one of these days. He's really good in this. Um, yes. you know, he's very, I think he plays conflicted well. And that's what his character is. Like he knows he's in he that opening scene is some of the best acting in this entire movie. Absolutely. Where he's on the phone with like the, the veterans people. Yeah. And he, you know, and he's like, I gotta, I, I'm a I, I fought for this country. Like we have all been there. Maybe not with the Veterans Association, but like we have all been that person who's done like I have done everything right. I have played by the book. I am doing yeah. following the instructions. Why am I not getting what I need? And the person <laughs> on the other end of this, like, I don't know what to tell you. You're not. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. She, you know, like I mean, she was rude dude i mean like i wanted to jump in there and like but anyway it was i mean it was he was he was excellent in that opening scene mm-hmm. absolutely yeah you really like like i'm not saying robbing a bank is the answer to your problems but you can absolutely no. see where he's coming from um and, like, <laughs> absolutely <clears throat> the dignified desperation <clears throat> in his performance i thought was pretty stellar now you have jake gyllenhaal who uh, i really like him like he's he doesn't get a lot of like big time movie parts in terms of like big blockbusters. Yeah. Um, he gets, you know, he's, he seems like he's very selective about his roles. Like Jason and I did a review or triple feature with him in it. And the whole thing is him on, on a, uh, a dispatch phone. He, he's playing, a, he's playing oh, a, like a police dispatcher. Yeah. I can't like remember a, what that is. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's like a one actor stage play kind of a deal. Only it's a movie on Netflix. Jake Gyllenhaal can absolutely carry a movie with the power of his delivery, with his performance level. Like he really does command the stage and and, and oh, the I camera. Agree. Yeah. Um, and here, I joke that like he just spends the entire hour and forty five minutes screaming into the camera. But but it's believable. I'm, it yeah. But I'm okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Somehow he made an hour and forty five minutes of him screaming into a camera like watchable, which you know. <laughs> Wow. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You did. You did something there, buddy. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, I don't think this is going to be everyone's cup of tea, but I think no, this absolutely is, not. I, I think between the length, um, I think the length is an issue. This is way too long. This, I think you could have gotten the same point across in ninety minutes, maybe to, you know, maybe an hour and forty-five. Um, it's this not everybody's be, cup of tea. Winfrey would hate it. Yeah. Um. But I don't think I think two hours and sixty minutes was a little long, and that's what like I saw it at ten o'clock at night, and I think by the time we were done, it was one thirty in the morning, and it felt like it had been on forever. Um, which that's a criticism that I have is that Michael Bay tends to be his own worst enemy, kind of like Roland Emmerich, where he sometimes you know because he's just given a blank check and told go do stuff, go do it, yeah. He gives into a lot of indulgences that I don't think work in his favor. Like he he. 
I would say Roland Emmerich, um, Michael Bay, and a few others would do be- better to have somebody that um, somebody to keep him keep him held, you know, reined in. Yeah, uh, con- not a contributor, but collaborator. Like they need collaborators Absolutely. that are that are willing to rein them in, like you said, because I feel like this movie there's a better movie here if you cut the fat out. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. There's so much. You get the point of the of the chase long enough to where if you cut some of it, you're not losing anything critical to the movie. Uh, the only other thing is I'll say is uh, Isa Gonzalez, pronouncing her name right, probably not knowing me. I think Isa Gonzalez was okay. She's you know a pretty girl who's a paramedic and she's sort of the heart of the film. Um, but they don't give her a lot. I think she was going for a Michelle Rodriguez vibe, but. I think they don't give her a lot to do. And then toward, you know, and then she kind of, because everyone's now dead and she's like the hero of the film, I guess. Yeah. For just surviving it, you know, and and at the end giving somebody money. it's like, all right, I, I feel like you could have put any, any halfway decent female actress with a pretty face in that role. And you'd gotten the same performance. Oh, I agree. I agree with that. Um, she, like you said, she did well. She did well enough. I mean, it was. Uh, I don't want to take away from what she did, mm-hmm. you know. But she, you know, it, it was good. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but it was. You know, I know. Um, yeah, you're right. They could have put anybody in there, and it would have been just the same. You know, as yeah. long as they could hold a, as long as they could deliver a line without, you know, drooling on themselves. <laughs> but, um, but, it, but the guy that carried it mm-hmm. is Yaya. I, yeah. I, I truly believe that he carried, he carried the movie because Hall let him carry it. Yeah. Um, that was what his character was supposed to do. Hall played his character to a T and Yaya stepped up and knocked it out of the park as well. Now, did I realize there were going to be as much comedy in it as, as, as there was? No. To see two guys who just robbed a bank dump a thousand rounds of ammo at cops mm-hmm. and and actually put a couple of rounds into a cop uh, who they're now trying to actively save. They're in a high speed, low speed, medium speed, backed up the high speed chase with, with police in an ambulance with two hostages. And they just literally beat the I, crap out of each other. I, I gotta, I gotta point this out. My dad made a funny joke about this. He was like, "Why is it that the cop cars can't turn without flipping over, but this right. ambulance handles like a nas- like a, like, you know, like a stock car?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I thought that was like my dad. Tends to nitpick at movies. He's a little. He's like Robert. He's a little aspy. But th- I thought that was a really funny point. It is, and it's true. But they, I. It just takes away from it if if there's not all that craziness going on. Sure, absolutely. Uh, but you know, it was um, <laughs> uh, they start they they literally beat the crap out of each other, fist fight in an ambulance while driving, trying not to kill a guy in the back. And then also, I, I I just need music. I need music. He's like, all right, give me share with me, share with me. They put AirPods in and listen to "Sailing" by Christopher Cross. Okay. Not just so listen. Do you, do you remember the night that I went crazy and was sending everybody the video of the Mandy chase scene from yes. from uh, yes. Young? Yes. I immediately like I'm in the theater with my friend, 
And she's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you laughing so hard? I'm like, it's Maddie all over again. It's Maddie. Maddie. Yes. Oh, so I, I good. dying laughing. <laughs> well, well, sailing makes me laugh anyway. One, because I don't care who you are. You could be the hardest of the hard. You could be a metalhead. You could be a, um, a you know, hip hop or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're going to sing to sailing. Yeah, you're gonna sing or that's hum or something. That's a, that's a yacht rock classic, man. All the boys like that song, dude. I love that song. So good. And so when they when they when he popped it in there, I was like, "Holy crap!" That's a like Christopher Cross. I missed I missed the uh, I missed the title. It's got to be sailing. And then they just busted it out, and they were both singing. And then it cuts to her watching them, mm. and it cuts the music out, and they're just they're just laying into it. I lost it. I thought it was great, man. Um, so it was, you know, and then Jake Gyllenhaal was just a smart aleck through the whole thing. And it was, it was a lot of fun, man. I and really enjoyed that. What I liked about his character in this was like, clearly he's a bad dude, yeah. but it's not enough for him just to be like a total sociopath and not care what other people think. Like, like he needed almost validation from uh, Yaya, you know, he, yeah. like, he needed, he needed him to buy in. Like he was having, like, even though he's a criminal, he was having difficulty going through with everything without knowing that his buddy was there with him supporting it. Who's who's like, who doesn't really want to be there, you know, but he feels like, well, if I don't, my wife's going to die. So yeah, yeah. I, you know, like what, what am I supposed to do? Um, Last thing I want to talk about, and then we can move on to the money. (laughs) There is none, but uh, we have to talk about it. So I I have to say, the one thing that Michael Bay does really, really well is, film action and yeah. i know that some of the some of the transformer stuff is, is unreadable but i think that's because of the of the special effects and the the cgi that they use to create the transformers you know people have people have said that my their big issue with michael bay transformers movies is it just feels like gray blobs fighting gray blobs it's like the end of venom you know where, where you have uh was it right wow, you just ruined fighting, venom for me Right, it's you know, it just feels like two guys shooting come at each other, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, you've ruined everything for me. You're welcome. You know what I mean, though. Oh um, man, <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't like it. Do you? Do you need a minute? I need a minute. All right, I'm good now. Are you sure? Yeah. Get on with it. Yes. Get on with it. Love that movie. <laughs> so anyway, um, I feel like this one, the action was more readable. And I think yeah. I, I, it, it, as bombastic as it got at times, it was also, I would argue that it was very readable, very clear, very concise. Like, yeah, you know, there's a shot of an ambulance with a Gatling gun shooting at cops. You know, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a purple lowrider, my friend. Okay, whatever. Um, you know, and then they drive the they drive the ambulance into the cop cars, and you know, it explodes. Like every every bit of like action, you know, the stunt driving with them driving like backwards or whatever it was on the interstate. Yeah, I thought that was for, especially for Michael Bay, who tends to get again overindulgent with his action sequences. I thought he did a really really good job of giving you very uh pointed focused action sequences because without that like that is the major leg on which this whole table stands and if that's not working all you've got left is performances but that's not why anyone went to go see this nobody went to go see this for the drama no 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 not yeah all 12 people who saw it went to go see it 
because they wanted to see stuff blow up. <laughs> we had a pretty good sized theater, um, and at least five of the seats were filled. <laughs> I'll give you the last word here. I just, I really like the movie. It's not something I, it doesn't have a tremendous amount of rewatch of rewatchability for me. I might watch it again with Jonas because he didn't know I was going yeah. to see this. Cause again, I went out with one of my adult friends Yeah, and, um, but he, but when my dad and I were talking about it and my dad and my mom saw it separately, uh, he was like, wait, it's like a two hour car chase. I'm like, yes. Eight year old boy. I'm in. When are we watching yeah, this? this? Yeah. Where do, where do I, where do I sign? So it'll be on Peacock within 45 days, if not sooner, uh, because of how the movies work now. Um, I would, yeah. I, I, I will, I, I see myself watching it one more time with Jonas and then probably never thinking about it again. But for the two hours that I was there after work, I was wildly entertained. Yeah. Um, my friend said the same thing, uh, said the same thing that we went with or that I went with. He, he said, um, I'll probably never watch that again, but I'm glad I came to see it. Yep. And I was like, I get that. I, I really do. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, he has he has a, a falling asleep movie, a sleeping movie. So if he puts that on, it's nap time. Mm -hmm. So he wants to take a nap. He'll put that on. And it's Hurricane Heist. He may have even okay. bought it because it's a good sleeping movie is what he said. I, I saw Hurricane Heist in the theater. That's a fun, stupid movie. For me, this is my sleep ignore movie i will put this on anytime and and just have something in the background uh as long as nobody else is around here and jake gyllenhaal cuss at everybody um and i think i could fall asleep to this and have some really cool dreams all right with that said we've hit the 30 minute mark i'm good if you're good are you good yeah man i'm good all right i mean this this is not a life-changing no. movie this this needed 30 minutes and that's all and that included yeah. our discussion of michael bay films in general so, <laughs> here we go All righty, uh, with a budget of $40 million, uh, unfortunately, this thing did not do well this weekend. <laughs> You're a living meme, man. <laughs> You're not the first person, nor will you be the last to call me that. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean it possible. All right. Um, so we will do a more extensive money segment tomorrow. I just want to talk about where Ambulance landed. Um, it debuted at number four behind Zonic, which won the weekend. More about that tomorrow. Morbius, which dropped from one to two. The Lost City, which dropped from two to three. So generally speaking, in your debut weekend, if you're not in the top three, you're you're probably toast. Um Batman dropped from three to five. Everything, everywhere, all at once, which I feel like... I don't know if this was the wide release weekend or if this was the limited release weekend, but either way, it dropped from nine to six. Uncharted, four to seven. Spider-Man, seven to eight. Dog, eight to nine. And then 11 <coughs> to 10. Um, so that's where we are uh, as far as the top 10 goes. Um like I said, Sonic won the weekend pretty handily. I mean, it was a 72 million gross, uh, it says here. And the closest one was Morbius with 10. Yikes, dude. Everybody, mm. Anyone that went to the movie this weekend pretty much went to go see Sonic. Um, so reading off of the uh, 
box office. As of April 10th, ambulances grossed 8.7 million in the United States and Canada with in 22 million uh, in other territories for a worldwide gross of 31.2. In the US and Canada, ambulance was released alongside, alongside Sonic and the wide expansion. Okay, there that answers that question of everything everywhere all at once, which we will be reviewing eventually. Uh, I j- just I decided to wait until it came out of the theater and was on PVOD. Uh, so we're going to review that with after Yang in a couple of weeks. Uh, don't you don't you worry, people. We will be getting to everything, everywhere, all at once at some point. No, one was, person that has heard of that movie is thankful. <laughs> it was projected to gross eight to fourteen million from three thousand four hundred and twelve theaters in its opening weekend in a box office preview piece. Variety's Rebecca Rubin said the comparatively lean production budget could also soften the blow in the event the film doesn't connect with audiences. It didn't. The film made three point two million. On its first day, including 700,000 from Thursday night previews, it went on to gross an estimated 8.7 million in its opening weekend, finishing fifth at the box office. Men, there's a shock, made up 62% of the audience during its opening. <laughs> Men and their girlfriends or wives, uh, with those above the age of 25 comprising 75, 77% of the ticket sales, <laughs> and those 35 comprising 49%. The ethnic breakdown of the audience showed that 38 were humble, were uh, were uh, crackers, whiteies, you know. <laughs> Uh, 38% were Caucasian, 29% Hispanic, and 22% African-American, and 11% Asian. Um, Deadline Hollywood's Anthony D. Alessandro noted the reluctance of older males to return to theaters and said, when it comes to action films and action films in today's cinema, it's the superhero films that have it all. Everything else is B-rated. They've stolen the air away from something as standard as Ambulance. That, that, that's an interesting talking point right there. It's something that Robin and I have brought up a couple of times about how... Uh, this is the sort of thing where, especially with the 45 day window now, because I've, I've been talking to people about that, like, oh, I'm, I'm waiting to see this, you know, but I don't know if I want to go to the movie for it. Okay, if you wait a month, I mean, like, look at Batman, <laughs> Batman yeah. came out uh, March 1st, comes out it, this week, uh, next week, yeah, um, it, it's gonna be on HBO Max April 18th. Now, is this gonna be one of the ones where they take you away after a certain time? Amount of time? No, it's it, no, because it would be, it would be on demand if it was. Well, no, no, you can have a movie that's available on demand and still in theaters. It, the The window basically says it speaks to theater exclusivity. So for 45 days, it can't be shown anywhere but a movie theater. After that, the theaters can do whatever the hell they want, but so can the studios. They can show it, they can show it on whatever streaming service they want to. True. But if you but just like just like old movies, you know, if they want to put the Avengers back in theaters, they can yeah. you can watch it at home. You know, um, so for the most part, I think most people will, will sometimes still go see stuff in the theater, even though it's available on TV. Most people, especially now, <clears throat> whether it's the pandemic or something else, just don't want to go to the movies anymore and would just rather watch stuff at home. I can't tell you how many people I talk to at work who like I got there's a girl I, I talk to. And she's a big fan of Jurassic Park. It's like the one movie she's looking forward to. And the next words out of her mouth were when I can, when can I watch it on TV? Because people have really good TVs now, and they they and going to the movies is a hassle for some people. It is. I still enjoy it. So do I. Clearly, yeah. But we're I think we're in the minority, and so re- relative to ambulance, it's it's a small cast with a kind of a niche premise in a genre that can be just as much appreciated at home by people who tend to watch things at home. This thing. I wanted to see it. I wanted to talk about it, but it really didn't have a chance. And then when they put it up against something like Sonic, 
which the first film was, was beloved after they fixed what he looked like. And then, yeah. And then, as like, if you only go see one movie in a weekend, everyone <laughs> so goes derpy when it first came out. I, the girl who cut my hair today was talking about that. She was just like, <laughs> she was like, oh my god, that first Sonic uh, that they showed in the trailer, yikes! And I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting world we live in, where like people freak out online, and and we have enough technology that we can actually fix things like that before it go. You know, like they weren't committed to that look, just that they, they could fix it. Right, right. I mean, it's crazy. And I have a friend, uh, Hector, who has, you know, written for Screen Junkies and, mm -hmm. and a lot of stuff like that. He has a pretty big following. Uh, and he just got on, like, Facebook and Twitter. And he's like, hey, they fixed it. They did their job. Now do yours. Go see it. Yep. And I was I like, wow, that's pretty That's pretty good. He said, even if, you know, if you complained, now you need to put your money down. I th that, that must have gotten retweeted or something because I actually remember seeing that. But anyway, um, yeah, I think... So ambulance is toast. Um, it needs to make eighty million, I think, to be profitable. Let me look again. Yeah, it ne it needs to make over eighty million to be profitable. It's currently at thirty. It, so another fifty million. Here's the thing: this week is Fantastic Beast. The, the week after that is the Bad Guys, the Northmen, and the new Nick Cage movie, which Ronnie's mad at me that we're not reviewing. Why are we not reviewing that? I thought okay. we were. We we are at some point. I said we have to just wait for it to go on PVOD, and you got pissy with me. But let me tell you what my schedule looks like, okay? No, I don't care. No, um, I have to do a Superblog team up Sunday night. Um, Monday night, I have to review upload with Alexis. Upload no, season two. I do. I'm committed to these things. Um, we're reviewing the Northman. That was the one that we decided on for Tuesday. Wednesday is Romstein. Thursday is How I Met Your Father with Pat. Friday, I would like to go do something social. Thank you very much, Ronnie. <laughs> I I, listen, I, I get it. I do. And then Saturday is the Oscar Valdez Shakur Stevenson fight. So, uh, and then the week after that. That sounds like a you problem right there. That's a week after that, Ronnie Adams of the Screaming Boy podcast. I, because I needed to not do as many podcasts on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, doubled up on Monday. I'm doing Ozark season four and Bloodsport and For the Culture with Harry. And then I've got a, a DMU Hollywood for Bubble and Bell. And then I've got Lordy. And oh, then no. I'm going taking my kids to go see Doctor Strange. Okay. When the hell do you want to review this? I, Ronnie Adams, when do you want to review the uh, Nick Cage's massive heart failure? I, you called? know, I'm just saying. There's not many things that I ask for. Ronnie Adams, when am I supposed to do any of this? I don't know. I, I'm a... Am I'm, I not... Are you trying to tell me that I should not spend time with my wife and children? Or the no, bevy, not at the all. The of men and women that need, need and want my attention socially? Are you no, trying to tell me... Are you trying to tell me, Ronnie Adams, that I should commit to podcasting seven days a week to accommodate your tastes and no, your needs? That's not what I'm saying at all. Hey, I Melissa! Mean, <laughs> Ronnie Adams says that I should give up my social life to do more podcasts. <laughs> my, Melissa uh, disagrees with you. Well, if Melissa were actually somewhere she could hear me, she'd know that you're full of crap. Ronnie that says I'm say full of crap. <laughs> she agrees with you. <laughs> and I did not tell her. I didn't say that. Okay. Ronnie, nah. didn't, say, Ronnie didn't say any of that. I'm just being hypersensitive as, as per usual. That she believes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that I didn't get pissy with you. Yeah, you did. 
No, I didn't. You perceived that okay. because you were hypersensitive. Okay, your text message to me was like, fine, whatever. Mind you, what I offered you instead was a triple feature of three Nick Cage movies, and you're, you know, that being one of them when it goes BVOD, and you're like, meh. Because I don't want to do triple features anymore. I always get screwed on triple features. <laughs> I said you could pick one of the Nick Cage movies, and the other one I wanted to do was Bringing Out the Dead. How are you being screwed? Because I'll pick the wrong one. I know I will. <laughs> We're doing face-off. Fuck! Um... <laughs> I just, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm like... How can you pick the wrong one? He's been in like 700 million movies. I don't know. I don't, but it'll be the one that you're like, I don't like that when we're doing this one. I would, no, you can pick Ronnie. Ronnie. Don't make me bring up the past. Ronnie Adams. Please don't, Jason Teasley. <laughs> Ronnie Adams. It's fun to do that sometimes. <laughs> Whatever move, as long as you've already done. What I ever giving you crap about anything? Okay, listen to me. Besides right now. The unbearable uh, weight of massive talent, mm -hmm. bringing out the dead, okay, and Ronnie's Nick Cage choice. Anything you want, as long as we haven't already reviewed it. That's the rule. That's the, what we're doing. Willie's Wonderland. Already done that one. No, I, no, you haven't. I didn't listen to it. Didn't happen in my world. We're doing it. Okay, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm ready to move on for this bit now. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't give you crap, and you know it. Okay. Well, there's I, the I jokingly give you crap, but I don't give you crap like in you know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see. As long as we review it at some point, I think it's gonna yeah. be great. I agree. I I think a Nick Cage centered triple feature will be fun, and I think you'll have a good time with it. That being said, we'll get it. We'll get to it. Why I just did, can't do it close I to its release date in the say triple feature. But okay, let's go ahead. We need to fix it. We need to finish this. Do you want to just do a damn you Hollywood? <laughs> no, and, and no. Just do another Pvod film. Well, no. And just not do a Nick Cage centered thing. Let's just let's just let's just do it. Let's do this. Let's do this, and we'll talk about that later. Okay. All right. Uh, that's the money. <laughs> so here we go. Not, I need to be married. I've got you. This is no shit, right? Okay. 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 <laughs> here we go with the critical review. Are you ready? Okay, the critical review is brought to you by Grammarly. Grammarly's AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, that's getgrammarly.com slash W2M network to download Grammarly for free. And as you can see with your little eyes, uh, the critical consensus was not too bad. Um, no. Not the worst thing I've ever seen. 67. Not great, but not not, not rotten. Uh, and the uh, audience score seemed to have enjoyed it just fine. So there you go. Uh, the, the consensus reads, at top speed and with sirens wailing, ambulance comes riding to the rescue. Da -da -dun, da -da -dun, da -da -dun, dun dun For audiences facing an emergency shortage... Of Michael Bay action thrills. Oh, I don't <laughs> think that's true, but oh, already. <laughs> All right, Ronnie. Now you got to give me your, your best Winfrey here. You got to like freak out and shit. You ready? Okay. Okay. 
Uh, Esther Zuckerman of Thrillist, top critic. It's directed by Michael Bay with all the flourishes you expect from Gonzo director, including drone shots and explosive galore. That is to say, it's captivating and a little bit nauseating. <laughs> I, can't, I can't disagree with that, though. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> that one shot that goes down the like the, yeah. up the building, and it's just like, I'm like, why? Yeah, that's Michael Bay. Um, Matt Conway of Battle Royale with Cheese. Now let's do this. I'm going to tear him up. As a breathless heist yarn, Ambulance perfectly suits Bay's chaotic energy. I mean, they're they're actually going pretty easy on this. So far, I've read just I've read two of the um, fresh ones. Let's let's yeah. get some rotten ones in here. Rex Reed, Observer, top critic. Oh, I am. This is a director whose only interest is in entertainment without a trace of originality. He isn't interested in quality, only in length, noise, and stale ideas from old movies. That's plenty of all three. And there's plenty of all three in Ambulance. Okay, let's point something out here. Old movies. That were all his to begin with. <laughs> so he he rehashed some ideas that he had passed. Artists do that mm-hmm. no matter what. So Rex Reed, go do something. Go work at McDonald's or something. All right. There. Little Jeff Harris, star, a former uh, co-host here of the 401 Ground and Pound radio show and oh. frequent contributor to my old podcast on Block Talk Radio. He's big time now. Jeffrey oh, Harris yeah. of 401 Mania says... The pacing of Ambulance is so fast and intense that there are moments where it almost becomes interesting. <laughs> However, the immersion breaks when the character starts speaking hackneyed, unintelligible dialogue or do something ridiculous. What do you want out of an action movie, Jeffrey? I mean, what do you want? I mean, like, they're not going to speak in Old English and quote Shakespeare while they're driving an ambulance with a wounded cop in the back running from other cops because they just robbed a bank for... I don't know how like thirty-two million dollars or something like that. I mean, come, come on. Yeah, Brandon Judell of uh, Brandon Judell Medium never has a film been in more need of a defibrillator than Michael Bay's latest. Just imagine Fast and the Fast and Spurious meets Grey's Anatomy. Not exactly a healing entertainment, although a terrific ad for ibuprofen. Ridiculous. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll do a couple more of these and then we'll call it a night. Uh, Catherine Springer of We Live Entertainment. Every character is a joke. <laughs> Every plot point is utterly nonsensical. But if you can get past all of that, Ambulance is a wild, ambitious, sometimes hilarious and impressively made studio film that we just don't see made much anymore. Well, that's because they don't make any money. But hey, it's another thing they can throw on their streaming service, just like the 355. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's see. Find a good one here. David Fear of Rolling Stone. We understand that when you're only working for forty with $40 million, you've got to operate in different, more imaginative ways. The barrage of dipping and diving shots here is less likely to thrill you and more likely to cause mass vomiting. Uh, okay. So I don't like the dippy-divey shots. I get it. Uh, but come on, man. Everybody talks about everything. Oh, it's so boring. It's been done in the past. You're living in the age of literal remakes of old movies everywhere you go. Yep. or sequels and you're you're saying that the, the one original script well this i don't think this is an original script i think it was a uh for a movie from france or switzerland or somewhere i don't know um well like i said it was a it was a remake of a dutch film dutch film that's where yeah mm-hmm. um it's not exactly original but it is an original thought coming out of out of deutschland no that's germany um <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> sorry. But, you know, even though, you know, it's it was somewhere first, but it's just like one of the best movies that, you know, people brag about all the time seeing is, um, uh, shoot, it's got Jack Nicholson. Uh, 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 um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, um, they're cops undercover. Shoot, The Departed. Okay, The Departed was a remake of a Japanese film. No, a Chinese film. All right. Um. So, yeah, I want to hear it. I mean, everybody raves about that. And then, you know, they don't give, they don't give, uh, you know, the, the smart ones give, you know, uh, respect towards the older movie, you know, the first movie, but it's, uh, you know, just don't call it boring because you just, it, it doesn't, it didn't insult you in any way. You just, you know, you have to find a way to pick on it because it's Michael Bay. Yeah. It, it wasn't boring. It was very captivating. It was very inciting. Um, and it was an actual original film that didn't have anything to do with Marvel, DC, or, a remake of the monsters or something. Yeah. This is nice actually. So yeah. Let's change the pace. Uh, David fear, Rolling Stone, top critic. Well, we under, Oh, we already did that one. Oops. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Uh, trying to find some of the, <laughs> let's see if I can find the guy that I pick on all the time. Um, uh, Peter Travers of ABC news, top critic. Uh, if long, loud and ludicrous is your kind of movie escapism, check out Michael Bay's latest shot of adrenalized. Oh, never mind. I want to, I don't want to read him anymore. There was another one that I wanted to read you because I thought that I thought of like, this is the, I always try to find one that gives Winfrey an aneurysm. I think I found one that's going to give you an aneurysm. Nice. Um, <laughs> let me see. Where was it? Ah, here we go. Um, no, that's not the one. Damn it. Uh, I had a really good one that I thought was really funny. Um, and now I can't find it again. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Damn it, Janet. Let's go. Screw Remember that. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, trust me. I know. Uh, okay. Now I think I'm on the right page. Come on. Where are you? Ah, here we go. It was right underneath it. I'm an idiot. Ryan Syrick of The Reader, Omaha, Nebraska. Reader, it is impossible to even tell who is shooting at who and which are cops or criminals. Please don't take that as savvy commentary. This film thinks feminism is having the hot nurse be good at her job. <laughs> go on. Give me a give me a solid get your politics out of my movie. Why? Why why did you have to pick up your shiny white shield and your shiny white armor to be the white knight to something that, to a problem that didn't exist in the first place? That's a good question. All right. That is our review of Ambulance. I want to thank Ronnie for hanging out with me tonight. Uh you'll get a more extensive <laughs> and Michael Bay-esque long uh review tomorrow of Sonic. <laughs> uh the rest of the week we got Who's reviewing that with you? Uh, that would be Winfrey and Alexis. Hmm. Yep. Uh, and Should bring your kids on. <laughs> Metal Hammer of Doom will not be uh, aired this week. However, we will be doing a review of Homicide Life on the Street Season 5. Uh, and then Alexis will be back on Thursday. We'll be reviewing Resident Alien. And then uh, taking a break 
Friday to go see Fantastic Beasts. But Saturday night, we're back. We'll have a an old canned episode uh, review of Inferno, which is the third part of the Dan Brown trilogy starring Tom mm-hmm. Hanks. And then in the evening, we'll be doing an alternative commentary for Errol Spence versus Eugenius Ugas. Please like and subscribe on YouTube or uh, any one of the podcatchers for the traditional audio. Ronnie, go ahead and do your plugs, and we'll get out of here. But before hey, you do, yeah, you do. Oh, no, we get to yeah. What do you? What kind of music you playing with your D and D? And please, I listen to a like lot a of like plug. epic battle me battle you know like battle rock what was the last one you played what was like the last album or mix you played actually it wasn't an album it was it was a mix it was a it was just called D fight music okay and uh, you, know, you find the music from D fight music on amazon music as i was going through there there was a lot of soundtracks that i found from video games and things like that that mm-hmm. are on amazon music well, that's great because you can actually get a free 30-day trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited service at getamazonmusic.com slash W2M Network for your free 30-day trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited. Complete the sign-up process. You get 30 days. On us, you can listen to all the battle music for your D&D campaigns. And by the way, check out all the hot girls that I send over Ronnie's way on TikTok that are absolutely, on D&D it's, TikTok. It's absolutely frustrating. Right, <laughs> every time Ronnie just sends me back, where were these girls when I was in high school? Where oh were God. these girls when I was in high school? He has a problem. They're currently in high school. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're college age or older. God I help hope. me. Hope, I hope. I hope. <laughs> anyway, uh, get amazonmusic.com slash W2M. Now go ahead and do your, your plugs. I have a streaming, uh, I have a Twitch channel called Misfits and Miscreants. Uh, we stream a bi weekly. D game on there rhyme of the frost Ma- icewind dell rhyme of the frost maiden it's a lot of fun um we had our first session in a month because i was out people were out um and then uh yeah we took a whole month off and um uh it was we went five hours almost six hours it was amazing it was so cool a lot of role play a lot of we got some fighting in there um the stories are starting to open up so great um when we're not dd and you can see my big stupid head on there playing video games i play elden ring uh, Red Dead Redemption. I just picked up WWE 2K22, which is actually really good. Um, and then uh, we have some future plans on doing some out-of-state one-shots, things like When I say out-of-state, I'm in North Carolina. I'm going to reach out to other people out-of-state and do some online one-shots that people can watch and you know, um, and have you know actual cameras on faces. We're working towards more cameras and more mics and stuff like that with the, the live stream, um, or with the, the in, in-person stream. But um, and then we'll, we'll have some other stuff on there. I mean, like ask a DM question, answer scenario, um, you know, just things like that. So we got some big plans um, I'm putting into motion. You'll be seeing them soon. I keep saying that, but things happen. You got to put it off for a while. Uh, but that's about it. It's on Twitch, Misfits and Miscreants. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, Twitter's a cesspool. Don't really use it, but I do use Instagram a lot. Um, so, yeah, check us out. Come give us a follow. All right, folks, that's our review. I want to thank Ronnie once again. Come back tomorrow for you, our Mark. more extended review. You're welcome. Our more extended review of Sonic the Hedgehog uh, and definitely twice as much more bickering. So, <laughs> uh, until then, be well, be safe, and behave. <laughs>